You will recall that the Premier uh, Ford announced on Thursday that Ontario would no longer pay for a mess that the federal government made. And after the meeting, the Prime Minister said he did not think the Premier fully understands Canada's immigration system. Well, apparently neither does he, because he seems to forget that it was the Prime Minister who tweeted out the welcome mat with a message that Canada welcomes all, and that, of course, triggered more than 20,000 asylum seekers to cross fields into Canada's porous borders. And now we're starting to hear some very strategic messaging from the Prime Minister's office that, you know, Conservatives are playing a dangerous game, creating fear and division, which is a very uh, strategic way of vilifying your opponent to distract from the real story and the failure of what I think a lot of people realize is ill-thought policy. But what is the truth behind this matter? Let's ask. Giddy Mammon is an immigration lawyer over at MigrationLaw.com, and he joins me now. Giddy, we got a little bit of a war of the words between the Premier and the Prime Minister. And the Prime Minister pretty much schooled Doug Ford yesterday saying he doesn't understand the immigration system. But was the Premier out of line saying, you know what, you created the mess, Prime Minister, you clean it up? Uh, that's right. I, I think that um, I think the prime minister needs to be very careful because some, from some of the language he's been using, it looks like he also needs an explanation about uh, the refugee process. Uh, he said that you know people who come to Canada to make a refugee claim are entitled to due process. That's absolutely correct. What he's omitting to say is that the that Canada has the right to defend that border and to seal the border at any time, and that's what he's not doing. With respect to what uh, Premier Ford said, uh, what he's saying resonates with me. Uh, these are people who are coming to Canada to make a refugee claim. They don't go to Toronto to make a refugee claim or to Ontario to make a refugee claim. They're making a refugee claim in Canada. And it would seem uh, logical to me that that tab should be picked up by the federal government, not by the city of Toronto. Uh, the problem that uh, John Tory is having right now is that he sits as mayor of the main attraction in Canada for immigrants. Most immigrants, not most, but almost 50% of immigrants who come to Canada eventually settle uh, in the GTA area or within several miles of there. So so very clearly, uh, John Tory has a great interest um, in what uh, is happening at the Quebec border because those people who are coming in through the Quebec border are not necessarily staying in Quebec. They're crossing through Quebec, and then many are, are, are either coming on their own to, to Toronto or being sent to Toronto. Well, well, the, the and, Prime Minister, in fact, streamlined them to Toronto because Quebec said, no more, that's it. And so well, the Prime Minister that, said, okay, we'll put them in Toronto. Well, that's right. I, I found that a shocking plan, quite frankly. Um, initially, Quebec was delighted to have all this attention and have all these people come and, and appear to want to immigrate to Quebec. But they quickly realized that many of them are just transiting through Quebec and eventually going to Toronto. And now they don't want to suck up the costs associated with that. And so uh, I, I can't see how one can blame John Tory or Premier Ford for saying, look, uh, this is your program. This is a refugee program. It was Canada that signed on to the convention on refugees. You are the ones who've decided that you're not going to fence off the areas where people are crossing, and then they end up in our cities. And, and the fact is, uh, you know, Toronto cannot absorb 10 new um, uh, requests for shelter per day. 
It's impossible. Right. You know, I've been in the refugee business for many years, and, I, and I've encountered many uh, men and women and families who are looking for a shelter, and it's very difficult to find. And at this rate, it's impossible to keep up. So somebody has to spend money on, on, on finding accommodations for the people that we're allowing in. Or, you know, gee, I don't know, maybe as the prime minister, the leader stopped them from flowing in over the border. But, you know, we've got language now going on at the federal level, and and it's very strategic where you've got the prime minister um, talking to the opposition and and saying, well, the conservatives are playing a dangerous game with this because this is fear and division. But what is actually happening is because of Mr. Trudeau. He's the one who's not stopping people from breaking the law. I mean, there's this difference in language of refugee versus asylum seeker. The people coming in through Quebec by the thousands now are essentially, they're jumping the border, are they not? Well, it's hard to answer that question. They're jumping the border. When you have a person who's desperate and whose life is at risk, and he jumps the border, that doesn't bother me. I don't call that jumping the border. I call but they're that, not getting you know, in line. They're not going through the proper process. No. They've gone to the United States, gotten asylum, didn't like it there, and they've decided to walk across a field. That's absolutely correct. So uh, what, what I was going to say is that when a person is crossing the border and he's in genuine risk, then, then we think that that's okay because yeah. you can't expect somebody to stand in line when his life is at risk. No one would argue with that. Right. So, 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 but the, the guy who's coming across the border, and we don't know if, if he or she has a genuine claim or not, we are allowing them in, and we have to go through the process. We have to spend money on, uh, on hearings and judges and hearings officers and shelters and health care and, and all that. We, we don't have a choice. And right now, really, the question is, historically, governments have always defended their borders and sealed their borders when there was problems at the right. border. For some reason, in the last couple of years, it has become a dirty word to use the word law enforcement in connection with uh, the border. Right, because, because it's, well, it's globalism. Help. Everyone wants globalism all of a sudden, like borders are a bad thing, apparently, yeah, and, and, which is and, ludicrous and, and, to me. Not only that, it's, it's also that somehow, I think because of the election uh, in the United States, the word racism has now been tied to border enforcement. And if you take a look at things like that have been talked about in the last few weeks uh, in the south of the border, uh, I've never heard this discussion. They're, they're talking about, for example, uh, shutting down their immigration law enforcement agency, ICE, in the United States. I've never heard anyone suggest in any country that we get rid of the you know, people who enforce the border. That's, it, it, to me, it sounds crazy. But there is actually a movement in the United States that's saying that this, this is a, a necessity. And, of course, when you don't enforce the border, uh, if, if, if a country has no border, then you really have no country. Because what defines those people inside is the fact that they're unique. They have common culture, common language, etc. But if that border is just wide open for anybody, then it, it, it's a question of whether or not we believe in nation states anymore. But really, at the end of the day, um, it is up to our prime minister to decide if he is going to enforce that border or not. And right now he has decided he is not going to enforce the border. He's not going to try to seal the holes uh, on, our, on, on the 49th parallel. He's not going to do that. And so we're going to have these people coming in. And, and that's and a political thing because, you know, by not doing that, he can play the fear and division card against the conservatives. But what he's doing is politicizing something instead of looking out for the greater good of Canadians at, at large. That, well, that, that's my view. 
if you're a bit of a cynic like me, uh, I, would, I would say as follows. I would say that he uh, drafted one of the most controversial tweets right. or statements ever in the history of immigration policy in Canada. When he saw people um, being turned away by evil President Donald Trump, he decided to play the, you know, we're so holy right. card and welcome to Canada. We don't trash anybody. If you're fleeing, come, you're welcome here. That, from my perspective, 30 years in this business, I've never seen a prime minister say that. When you have a potential mass population heading your way and you throw out the welcome mat, uh, you have to take responsibility for that statement. And he refuses to distance himself from that tweet. He, he, he has you know, essentially invited this problem on himself. He's painted himself into a corner, and he simply cannot get out of it. He's not going to say anything that sounds like we're going to build a fence or we're going to enforce this because it's going to sound very similar to the leader you know, in the country just south of us who says he wants to build a wall, and he doesn't want to sound anything like that. And that's the problem. We, if we don't have some enforcement of the border, which we have always done, we are going to see cities like Toronto flooded. And even, even you know, the, the, uh, the idea that John Tory has come up with, you know, maybe we should send these people to small communities who are interested in receiving these people, those plans never work. Of course Because not. people yeah. always go to where the jobs are. Yeah. And no matter uh, yeah. where you send them, they'll come back to where the jobs are. Well, it's a mess now we all have to take care of. Giddy, I've got to leave it on that note. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And so there you go. We'll see what happens with this. Uh, Justin Trudeau met with the mayor today and said there'll be money coming. But again, we've heard that before. They've only given Toronto $11 million so far. The bill is at $65 million and counting. Quebec has already said we cannot take more, so they've shut the door, and now they're being streamlined to Toronto, which means then eventually Hamilton, uh, any city outside of Hamilton and Toronto, will, will get them because there's nowhere to put them. So it's not about not wanting to help. It's that we don't have anywhere to put these people, not to mention take care of those who are already in the system. And it's an easier problem to handle when it's warm out. But when it gets cold... And when the students return to schools and take back the dorms that uh, they are putting up these people, where are they going to go? I mean, that's a real problem that has to be solved. So they have to have a plan. They simply have to have a plan. Otherwise, we're going to have thousands of people and no place to put them. And that is not showing compassion.